0: Do I want to sing it? Yes. Do I think I'm going to mess it up? Also yes. Am I going to make up lyrics for it?
1: I think that's required when you sing that song. As long as you keep the chickadee china, the Chinese chicken. China the
0: Chinese chicken grab you know a drum stick, funny goodness. when you mad
1: trying hard not to smile but I feel bad
0: I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral can't understand yeah there,
1: you get you out you know all the words you just not the verses
0: all right all right should we get on into this
1: get on with it get on with it, <laughs> get, on with it. <laughs> get on with it welcome to next door nerds
0: yes yes
1: so you are recording, right?
0: Yeah, we're 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 recording now. We're we're here. We're we're live.
1: I have been recording for around an hour and thirty minutes.
0: We actually had an entire another podcast. Nice, uh,
1: Evan. See,
0: si. we're 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 here. Como esta? I'm so glad you could you could find your seat. Okay, seeing as my house is literally a landmine. <laughs> That could go off at any moment.
1: I I am noticing a lot more metal than usual. Yep, yep. I wasn't gonna ask, mm-hmm.
0: but uh, yeah, we're we're here today, and uh, we're did we decide a topic?
1: Uh, well, I texted you earlier and said that I kind of wanted to go over the history of cardboard. Yeah, and then I believe your response back was <clears throat> no. <laughs>
0: the there was there was a little bit of back and forth on that one mostly you coming back at
1: me with things
0: yes and me just simply stating no to them uh but yeah we're today we're gonna we're gonna talk about our 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 other project i guess the other big project the the only fans yay It's finally happening. It's people. finally happening, everyone. It's finally happening. Links no, no, no. below. No, 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 no. We're today we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about our uh our other side project, uh the sturdy thirty. The
1: sturdy thirty.
0: Our uh band project, I guess, that we have going on. And when I say our project, it's it's Evan's project that he was so gracefully allowing me to be a part of. I get to like carry things sometimes. Oh my God. Uh but, but
1: after yeah. uh, more than half the equipment at this point is yours,
0: that might be true. Yes, um, I I keep forgetting that like I have other equipment, and then I just <laughs> find more. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I should probably bring this to practice next time.
1: How much equipment do you have in this house that you've forgotten about?
0: At least two things. So we're 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 gonna have. Well, you, there there's that guitar. Yeah that i'm never gonna play and then the drums that i'm never gonna play oh yeah i forgot about that And then the mic stand that i actually kind of need you actually forgot about that i actually forgot about and then there's just random cables another microphone
1: another microphone somewhere
0: like one of these boom mics you know we could give we could get stack in yeah or the drummer i the should drummer.
1: say we might as well just name drop them because we're gonna we're gonna be talking about them the whole podcast oh yeah 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 so we'll ask them later if they don't want their names in and name. we can bleep about and post i guess yeah yeah But i'm sure they're fine
0: so um
1: fine i was in your bathroom earlier and i found a didgeridoo <laughs> <laughs> whoa you got it out nice Is that the background music for this podcast? Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Just the entire time of... (laughs) (laughs)
1: One episode with the background music. Uh,
0: But um, I guess we're going to partially talk about it because, you know, it happened. But Evan, how how was the last two weeks for you, man? Besides. Besides the thing that we're going to talk
1: about. Uh, well, I actually get to brag to Greg because I hung out with our friends when Greg wasn't. So, ha. Wait a minute.
0: Wait, wait
1: In fact, I shall laugh again. Ha <laughs>
0: ha What'd you guys do?
1: Uh, well, we mostly just stood around and talked about the band. <laughs> ah,
0: I see. Well,
1: and we played, uh, um, uh, what's that, uh, card game that we've played here a couple times? Hockey hockey.
0: Very nice, very nice.
1: Um there was a baby there. That was fun. Oh,
0: they have some of those every once in a while. That's true. Yeah. Uh and you guys just decided because I wasn't there you're going to have all the fun or what? Pretty much. Oh, um, fuck you guys.
1: No, you were uh you were off doing something else that I'm yeah. sure you're going to talk. Yeah, about. I mean
0: I'm I'm definitely going to talk about that when I
1: guess. About right. that time of the year again.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh anything else? I guess besides the practice besides that,
1: that we had. No. Know my mm-hmm. mind has been solely inhabited by music for yeah. like the past two months. Like I'm, I'm astounded at the, at what little amount of video games I've played because I've just been so focused on music because of all the band shit we're doing.
0: God, you, you are so the opposite of me right now. Really? I mean, yes, my mind is on music too, but like my mind has never been more into video games at this point.
1: It figures. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we we seem to be, we seem to be unsyncing our cycles here. Yeah. And now every time, cause I, cause I do still want to have a video game podcast. Yeah. It's been way too long, Yeah, but uh, I'm just not playing as many cause I don't have the time. It's mm-hmm. like super busy. And when I'm not doing shit, like at, at, the normal time to play video games is like at night after the girls go to bed, after we put them to bed. Yep. But lately all I've been doing is getting my guitar out and putting my headphones on and practicing. Yeah. So I just... I just haven't been playing that much.
0: Is that why I've been seeing you the last couple of days with the headphones just constantly around you?
1: Yeah. That and this band thing, I'm not going to talk about it very long because a lot of it just points out how much of a square I am. But this the side effect of this whole band thing and the obsession with music has got me back into the the groove of listening to music and rating it so I can get like the actual, like the rating of what that band is after all of their albums and what they're out, what albums are their best for me and everything. Yep. So I have been listening to music more. I have listened to more music in the last two months than I probably have in like the last three years combined.
0: It's a lot of music.
1: Yeah. It's like constant. I've gone through a lot of ratings. I've gone through Van Halen, Eric Clapton, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Tool.
0: I know that name. (laughs) I have a couple of them.
1: Royal Blood? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's why you've been seeing me with headphones constantly, because I'm like, that. And uh, Selena started school classes, so she has just been up to her scalp in homework and random class shit. Yeah. So uh, obviously I've been taking up like the normal duties of like cooking dinner and doing the dishes and which I do anyway, but, um, more so more often than usual and like laundry and everyone knows menial tasks like that are like, for me, impossible without music. The only way I can get through dishes is if I'm listening to music. I know
0: that I've said it before, but if I have music on in my ears, I can do any menial task. It doesn't matter if it's, shoveling shit off the ground or freaking I don't even know like building something from scratch you know like Ikea style like it's all as long as I have music I I can do it so I totally get what you're saying but Mm -hmm. so uh just kind of hectic over there eh yeah 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 it is but hey you got music to to get you through it Mm -hmm. but um I guess for me to kind of go off of what we were talking about and, and we'll get more into it. We had practice. That was fun. Yep. Um. I'll, I will get more into it, I, pr- I promise. Um. The game that I'm currently playing nonstop at, since its release is Pal World, which is basically Pokemon
1: with guns. You can't talk about that, Greg. Why? We're going to get shut down by Nintendo. Good. I hope they we, come. We do not endorse Pal World at I'm all. I'm
0: going to endorse the shit out of it.
1: Unless Palworld wants to sponsor us, yeah, I'm
0: endorsing the shit out of it. Is it it's, fun? Oh, it's it's so much fun. Although one of my buddies, he gave it like one shot, and he's like, "This is dumb." Everybody else that I've talked to about it, love this game. This is fantastic. What's it on? Uh, Xbox Game Pass. So it's on that. It's on PC. It's on Steam. Okay. Um, it's not on PlayStation yet. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming that will be
1: coming at is some it point. Just online? Is it online only?
0: No, single player or multiplayer. Okay, cool. So I've been playing multiplayer in my world. I like will come home at lunch. People will be like, "Hey, can you turn on the server?" And I'll sign in. Until like today, I was having or the last couple of days, I was having no problems playing this game. Mm-hmm. Now I can't get the, I can't freaking host it, but just throwing microsoft a real big bone here they did something really smart they store all their saves in the cloud now yes and i could just download it on game pass on my xbox and they're still there so that's perfect because now i don't have to fucking worry about dealing with this crash that just keeps happening over and over again when i'm trying to play on my pc Mm -hmm. but that game's been taking over my life the freaking music for the band has been taking over my life um i mean that that's just kind of been the last two weeks in general for me two three weeks because uh, we had christmas and all that stuff happen. new year's and i didn't really I, I listened to the set list a couple of times but i didn't really get too crazy into it until like the last two to three weeks yeah the last two to three weeks i've been just like non-stop repeat that's the only thing i would listen to while you know, I'm working on other stuff, but that's basically what I was doing. Um, so that was, we had that practice on Friday, uh, Saturday. I ended up, uh, doing that lovely tournament that I do every year. Uh, mm-hmm. this tournament's been, it's poker has been going on for 19 years now. It's, so next year is going to be the 20th. It's going to be a big old one. Probably gonna have to endorse it. Might have to do a live stream there <laughs> or something. Um, but yeah, we, I, I, I wore my shirt that says the third fastest shotgunner in Putnam yep. County. And which you
1: didn't wear to the band practice. Which
0: I didn't wear to the band practice. I wore it the very next day. Yeah. And lo and behold, wouldn't you fucking know? Guess what place I placed? Fifth. No, third. Fuck. Third place in the tournament. It same was a shirt. Same as last year. I should have won it this year, but whatever. I was besides the point. I was still, ha- <laughs> still happy, you know? Yeah. Went home, so we, they do this thing called bounties, where uh, if you knock someone out, they give you $5 mm. or whatever. So, I I about paid for my buy-in. Oh, wow. So, uh, that, was, that was pretty nice.
1: You must be good at poker. Uh, a little bit. Give me your best poker face. He, his face did change, everyone. <laughs> you can't see it.
0: For those of you that have the new Apple vision, you Ooh. can you can see what's going on right now.
1: And for the Apple Vision on my side, yeah, Greg added in a zipper sound. Zzz? Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
0: but no, had I had that tournament on Saturday, and I'm assuming that's when you guys went and mm-hmm. hung out. And yeah. then by the time that that was all said and done, I came home and just I was zoinked. I mean i I just wanted to relax. So all day Saturday and all well the rest of the day Saturday and. All day Sunday I blew up an air mattress and I just hung out on it and watched movies and Maddie came over and we just hung out for pretty much 24, 24 hours or
1: so and Sounds fucking awesome. Absolutely nothing that and it was
0: glorious. Heavy. I couldn't tell you the last time that I had I just didn't didn't really pay attention to like anything else in the world. Yeah. I was just like in in my house. Didn't, I mean, I, I of course had my phone going off saying, Hey, we're doing this, we're doing this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I was just like, no, I'm I'm not even going to look at it. I'm going to focus on some stuff. And it also gave me time to work a little bit with the set list that we're doing.
1: So, yep. um, that sounds so fucking good to me right now, Greg, just,
0: just to have a day
1: and, uh, and as, as if you're twisting the knife, there is a, a situation this upcoming weekend. Um, so Selena is going to visit her friend who lives in Indiana again, uh, for most of Friday and then like part of Saturday and guess, uh, who is forcing himself to work that is it you, this guy, what have you done? Because my place of employment is cutting down on the overtime. So it's, it's no longer like every weekend like it was. Mm -hmm. So when it happens, we need to take it. Yeah. And of course the one weekend when they're running it is the one weekend in like fucking four four or five months that Selena is going to be gone and the girls are going to be gone and I would have the house to myself. Yeah. So now Friday I get it to myself for a little bit, but I got to go to bed early because I got to get up at five. Yeah. And then she'll probably be home by the time I get back from work on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself, Greg. Just go eat a big—suck a big fat dick, Greg.
0: Evan, what if I just do that whole thing that Selena hates and uh, steal you away for a day? You know? Because she she keeps saying, quit trying to steal my man, mm-hmm. which I think she means in a different way than what I'm yeah, suggesting. I believe so, too. Um, but I I think I could steal you away— and we just do nothing but play video games for an entire
1: 24 hours. That sounds like I'd probably die after because I'd say there's really nothing to do after that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what would happen? She'd look around. She'd call my name three times and go, and then she'd walk over here and knock on the
0: door. <laughs> <laughs> brag, And then, and then we'll, just, we'll just sit quietly like, shh, shh, maybe she'll go away. Maybe
1: she'll go away. Maybe she'll get bored.
0: Wait, wait. <laughs> Is she like a T-Rex? Like... <laughs> If maybe if we don't move,
1: her vision's based <laughs> on movement.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but no,
1: she, uh, she, she, her. This friend of hers is getting married this year, so there, there should be a couple more opportunities. Well, there you go. But it just, ha- of course, this is the first time, in forever, in forever, I mean, It's the one weekend. Like it, it's, it's so bad that even though we're like still hurting for money, and I and we need the the overtime amount, the overtime pay. If they were to cut the overtime, I'd be like, you know what? I'm okay with that. It's okay. But as long as they're doing it, I'm going to force myself to do it. Right. But.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we should talk about what the band. Friday? The band. The practice that we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, I think the practice was a 10 out of 10.
1: I was going to give it an 11 out of 10.
0: Okay. I mean, yes, turn it up to 11. Yes, turn it up. Yeah.
1: it's the rock thing to do. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I won't say that after that i felt gig ready yeah but i kind of felt gig ready after doing that just practice because we went through damn near close to 30 songs probably
1: we practiced for 5 hours
0: we practiced for 5 hours and i mean it was oh wait
1: no it was 4 hours we didn't actually start practice till 7 it was it was 7 till about midnight till midnight it was about really Cause I
0: think, I think we said we were going to stop at 11 and then we played like four or five more songs mm-hmm. and we kind of spaced those out a little bit. Um, no, I, I, we probably played close to, close to five hours, close to five hours. It didn't worth,
1: feel like five hours <laughs> worth of music.
0: And I, I learned a lot because, and I guess I should mention like during the last practice before this one, uh, your brother was so kind enough to help us out and, let us borrow uh their mixer or whatever to try and you know boost my sound and mm-hmm. sort of be able to actually hear myself sing when you told me that we probably weren't going to be able to have that for this practice i was like i can't go back <laughs> i i it like it it was such an improvement from the yeah. times that i couldn't hear myself to being able to hear myself i was like well now i know yeah greg went black uh, yeah and I did not go back. Did you did not correct. go back. Uh, but I mean, I basically just I told myself we need a mixer. So of course I the degenerate thing and <laughs> got on Amazon and ordered myself a mixer, which yep. came in broken, but yeah, it's just cosmetics, so mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be fine. Um, and it seemed to work out pretty pretty well. Uh Everybody seemed to be on another level. You with your brand new amp. Yeah. And all your little preset uh effects on it and stuff. You you were all a little giddy. You were just a giddy was, little
1: boy. It was fucking magical. Yeah.
0: And uh I guess I guess we should just we if if we want to take this out, we can. Yeah. But we're just gonna say say the people. We should go through the, the lineup. The yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we have you, mm-hmm. lead guitarist. My name's... Evan.
1: Evan? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Evan on lead. Mm-hmm. We have John, uh, just an O. Just just a J-O-N. J-O-N mm-hmm. on uh, rhythm. Then we have John <laughs> on... With an H. With an H on uh, bass. Bass. And then uh, Brandon. Yeah. Or as we like to call him, Steck. We all
1: call him Steck.
0: Uh, on... Drums.
1: Stack on sticks.
0: Stack on sticks. And then me over in the corner. And Greg foppy, Just uh, center of attention. Not wanting to be the center of attention. But the DLR of this. Uh, I, group. I sing some songs mm-hmm. and uh, occasionally give people water and <laughs> beer and other beverages <laughs> and say, guys, that was really good.
1: <laughs> you run the social media account.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if I'm a part of the fan club.
1: Speaking of which, yeah. you actually are our graphic designer. So you got to start working on the logo. It's
0: either me or Stick. So we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Good, good group of guys. Good group of guys. Fantastic group. I mean, we're, there's no like button heads or anything. It's We mesh very well. I think. Um, And it helps when one guy says, so we should play this song. And then the rest of them are like, okay, yeah, that'd be a good song. And then we just kind of build off of that going, going forward. Mm -hmm. And, and that's kind of what I was trying to go through on Sunday uh, was I've had an Excel sheet made up with sort of going through all the songs that we're planning on doing mm-hmm. and the list the list is 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 large and it's a little scary but uh for what we have like already in the bag like ready to pull out when we need it is probably close to that that 30 song count don't you think yeah i mean yeah there was a couple a couple mess ups here and there and we need to work on
1: you mean in the practice? in the practice. There was a surprisingly low number of fuck ups though.
0: Yeah. But, but I know we still need to kind of work on backups and, and yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, I, I couldn't have asked for more at, from that practice. Yeah.
1: I, so, I, after the practice was over, I was like, I feel like I just played a gig. Yeah. That's how like good it sounded and how, how well, um, I think I talked about this last time. The energy were still uh, it was a lot better, mm-hmm. but we still need to work on. Yeah. because we're still we're still and I think that we were just talking about this in the text in the the band group text. Um I think part of it is that we are not in the formation that we're going to plan. We keep setting up in a circle so that yeah. we can for sure everyone can hear everyone. So this next practice we're going to do <clears throat> we're planning on actually setting up facing one direction. And uh Styles
0: Harry Styles is and gonna Harry be Styles
1: there. this shit up, yeah, and yeah. horn this shit up, yeah, and uh' cause it like I said it's it's not where it needs to be, we still need to work on <clears throat> uh we still need to work on interacting with each other, yeah, um, but the but the jump from the from the last practice to this one was insane
0: it was it was very significant,
1: yeah. Which a lot of that can be attested to the improvements in the equipment
0: and and I'll I'll be I'll be the first one to say like yes I'm using an iPad for lyrics and stuff but this was probably one of the first times that like I didn't feel like I needed to be glued to it yeah um I mean I was kind of walking back and forth trying to get a feel for everything uh there was a couple of songs there though where I. think i might have lost some sanity during the song uh i mean for instance teen spirit that song not only did we play it later in the night and my voice was already starting to crack yeah and i was just like i'm gonna put everything i have into this song and I think, what is it, a denial, the
1: last,
0: you say it like nine or ten times in a row.
1: Yeah.
0: I think after the fourth or fifth one, I started to black out. (laughs) And I just, I was just like, (laughs) and I think I, just to show how out of it I was, I half jokingly just collapsed collapsed on the ground. Yeah but that was only half like i i probably could have like two more a uh, denials, uh, denials. And, I, <laughs> and i think i would have actually just you would have had to call the ems or something
1: yeah but um and everyone said it sounded fucking awesome yeah
0: and and i and I, I will say that too like i i really appreciate all the people that when we ask them hey if you want to you can come to the practice like i'm i really appreciate them all coming out it definitely gives us a a feel for what a crowd might think mm. or be doing you know because because we're all going to be no matter what no matter what happens we're not going to be i'm not saying we won't eventually be like a con like a concert you know where yeah everybody's focused on us yeah, yeah 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 but like we also have to realize that we're going to be playing probably at bars probably at yes. parties where their main focus is not on the band
1: i was i would that's funny you bring that up are you are, did we talk about this that no. night we, uh, I can't remember who I was talking to about it then. That's weird. Because I was talking with someone about how the difference, the expectation is always different from the reality. Because I was saying how I, um, uh, oh yeah, I think it was Selena. Because I was telling her that I played a gig with John, our bassist, and my older brother and, and their band, like uh, probably close to 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, up at the uh, Wibbidome. Uh, my brother asked if I wanted to hop on stage and play uh, rhythm guitar for like half the songs in the set list, the entire set list, and then for a couple songs play like uh, like keyboards. And I was like, oh my God, this is like my first legitimate gig. Yeah. I'd had one other gig before this that was a, a birthday party that I believe we've talked about on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, but we can get into that later. Uh, but this was like my first legitimate gig. And obviously the week leading up to it, I was just having, like we talked about uh, me being a music kid and me being a, a guitar player. Since I was 15, I was like in my head, I was envisioning like the whole room watching us and everyone's cheering. And it, it's like that moment to shine. And then the, the day comes by and we probably had like four drunk dudes in front of us who were actually paying attention. The They're
0: like, the yeah. People,
1: yeah, The rest of the people like, the the most it surged was at the end of every song, maybe, like, half the bar, like, clapped. Mm-hmm. But, like, no one was paying attention to us.
0: Yeah. Like, at all. And I, I also... I've got the mindset of whatever, like, is happening out there doesn't really affect what's happening up yeah. here sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I'm not expecting any crazy things to happen. I'm going into this, like, very curmudgeony i don't know i'm going in dry i guess yeah not that's not a sexual term (laughs) but um like i'm I'm not expecting greatness like i'm not expecting you know crowds to like throw their bras and panties yeah uh dirty underwear whatever Mm -hmm. i'm not expecting that but like i also don't think i'm expecting there to be no one paying attention to us no. Of course so not. it's like uh, it's we have friends. We have friends, and yes. that is a very nice thing about them. Is, f- for instance, we're going to be possibly playing at one of their parties coming up. So it's like
1: at the same place that uh of the gig I just talked about. Yeah, from like more than ten years ago.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it's it's something that we're trying to prep for and get ready
1: and. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying for years, even though I don't have a lot of live experience to draw from, um, I mean I could probably count on both hands the amount of times I've been up on stage in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I haven't ever been on stage with a rock band where like the the synergy is really high between the band members. Usually, everyone for for uh, for most of those ones I'm talking about, everyone on stage was is is just their personalities that they're super chill. Yeah. And uh they're they've been they've been doing it for so long that they're like, it's no big deal to me at this point. So who cares? They're not gonna put energy into it that sounds bad, but it's kind of what it is. And then the one uh the gig that I'm talking uh, my first gig that I keep going back to, that one and we've talked about it, I, me and the other band members were so focused on playing sounding good that yeah. we didn't look like we were having fun. Yeah. Um, but I've always held that, and it's be, it's probably because Van Halen is one of my f- all time favorite bands. That if if the synergy between the band members is there and the energy is there, it is possible to win an entire room over. Mm-hmm. You can start off where there's maybe two drunk dudes in front of you, but if you if all the band members are up there, they know what they're doing and they they all like each other. And they're all just having a good time with each other. By the end of the set, the entire bar will be into you. Yeah, because it's impossible not to get zapped by that energy of just like, like I told you, like w- when you're walking to a room and it's it's a bunch of people playing instruments and they're they they sound amazing, but they're just kind of you know they're super chill. They're not bad and they don't look like they're not having fun, but they're chill. It's like oh, this is cool background music. But when you walk into a, a bar and and Greg has just pulled off a high note and I believe in a thing called love and then he says guitar and then me and me and Greg are standing back to back fucking rocking the shit out of the place and, and Steck on Sticks is going ham on the drums and the rhythm guitar walks over to the bass guitar and they start jamming together. It's impossible not for that to just grab everyone's attention. Yeah. And everyone's like, no alcohol involved. Everyone's like, this is just fun to be a part of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think, and I, I said it before, I think that I can be more energetic.
1: David Leroy. <laughs> I
0: think I, I think I can pull it off, but I have to, as they say, uh, have a little bit, just a little of the liquid courage, liquid courage yeah. um, and uh, I have to be in the mindset. So don't be surprised if whenever we have the first gig, if if the one that we're the birthday party we're talking about is mm-hmm. is the first gig. Uh, don't be surprised if I show up with sunglasses <laughs> and a wig and it
1: just a little bit of a white, little powder
0: white powder underneath powder on my hands. Under- oh, okay. yeah. yeah. But, no, 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 no. no. But um, I think once I get in, I think there's me and then there's performance me,
1: like stage me.
0: well yeah there's most think, that
1: there's most everyone has a performance version
0: well here here's here's how I look at it. When I am trying how, how do I want to put this when I am around my friends, I am myself. Mm-hmm. When I am around a room full of people that I don't know, I get quiet a little bit, you know a little bit introverted. And then if I'm with most, like I'm trying to not necessarily win over the group, but like if I'm in a place where like I feel comfortable where I'm with people that I know and then also trying to like get other people involved or whatever, Mm -hmm. I get way over energetic about it to the point that it becomes like my main goal is to like make you like me if that's a weird way to put it, it might be, but Evan motherfucker, you're going to
1: like me. No. Yeah, no, I get it. You're going to, you're
0: going to want to be
1: my friend. That's what this. all introverts dream of, <laughs> but
0: but listen,
1: you're gonna, you're going to feel it. Oh
0: yeah. In, in your loins. What?
1: You might. Oh, well, I do every time I, every Tuesday night, when I come over. here. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I feel like when
0: it's going to be, you know, us up there, and we're having fun and I'm going to be looking out there and I'm going to see a couple of random buddies that are out there listening for us. And then I'm going to just be like trying to call them out, trying to get the crowd pumped up. I think, I think I can do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say that Selena was Selena. We, it was funny. Uh, we basically talked about all the the practice. The uh, we went to Finley mm-hmm. the next day. Uh, yeah, the practice, and we basically spent the entire ride there just like talking about how awesome the practice went mm-hmm. and all this. And she actually said, "She's like, you know, what I'm going to do from now on. Whenever you guys have practices with other people, I'm going to take notes, and then I'll give you those notes so that you can and it, you can use it to gauge the room on like what stuff was." What what the crowd was talking about? I'm like, that is like the single best resource any band. We're gonna have a spy
0: in the crowd. Yes, that's like
1: perfect. Yeah, because you wanna. That's what every band wants. Is like, what what are they saying? What are people out there saying? Are they saying, "God, this band sounds like shit," or they're like, "Man, this band sounds like shit," but this is fucking awesome because they're having fun. Or are they up there going? I mean, you you wanna know what they're thinking? That's the whole point is to do put on a good show. Yeah. And she was saying, um, I forgot how I got on this point. She
0: was saying
1: well, well Finley. Yeah, keep ride going back.
0: On the way there, how awesome the practice was.
1: Keep going back to what you were talking about. What I was talking about. You were saying you wanted to Oh yes, 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 here we go. I think I could be yes. amazing. She said that she was like the times when people the people who were listening were the most like, God, this is awesome. Was when you were interacting with them from the air quotes stage, right? Because we we had it set up so that we were all in a circle, and then everyone else was like off to the side, sitting in these on these couches and stuff. Yeah. And then between us and this quote unquote crowd, we had the PA system pointed at us, a table with the mixer on it, and then another speaker hooked into the mixer. With that was pointed at the people. Yeah. So there was like this divide um, of like a table, and then like Greg, you're, you you ha- you were facing us, so you were actually had your back to us for a large port. Or sorry, your back to the crowd for large portions of that practice. And everyone said when you whenever uh, the the band would play something, and you would turn around and you would start talking to people from like the area we were practicing on i.e. the stage Mm -hmm. they were like everyone was like this is fucking awesome and like we didn't do it because i will admit it's what that's the person i want to be because i'm an introvert i want to be loved by the whole room but i have to really try to like
0: if you think for a second i'm not gonna give each and every one of you your own second to shine (laughs) You're fucking wrong. Because if I'm going to be up there making a fool of myself and being, all being as wacky <laughs> and wild as I possibly can be, then you better fucking believe I'm going to be pointing at you and saying some stupid shit that you're going to start busting out laughing about. Oh, yeah. And the crowd's going to be at laughing about. And Steck's going to lose his shirt. What? Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. why not? Yep.
1: Yeah, but course. I, th- I was about to say, you, uh, You'd probably get reactions out of everyone but John, the bassist. He's he
0: he's, he'll he'll do the silent laugh.
1: Yes, he'll do the silent laugh. Yeah, he is the most George Harrison motherfucker I've ever met in my life. Yep, and that is with the highest respect and and love. Yes, but uh, but yeah, everyone was like the best parts were when Greg was was interacting with the crowd and like when I when I go into a solo, when I'm on stage, obviously my attention at when the solo starts is going to be at either you guys or the crowd. I'm not going to be doing what I was doing, which was, it, it's just focusing on yourself. Cause it's practice. You're supposed to be getting better. Um, c- cause that's what she, that's what Selena said. She was like, everyone was like, Oh, this is so cool! Like, uh, the, I, uh, I, I'm, I feel okay doing this. You can cut it out if you want it to be a surprise for when we play it. But there is a, there is a song. All right, fine, I'll keep it a secret. There is a song where the, 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 the name of the song and the refrain features the last name of one of our dear friends. Yeah. And uh, Greg took it upon himself to customize this song to that man in yeah. the crowd. And Selena said, "If you did that at a show." You would win over the entire room, even if no one knew who that dude was. Yeah, because it's just it's that it's it's that t- time and time again proven thing of if the cra- if the if the band is having fun mm-hmm. with themselves and the crowd, even if the music is complete shit, the show is a success. Yeah, because people will have fun. Uh,
0: one of my buddies introduced me to what I would call. It was a subreddit basically, um, back when Reddit was cool. Um, yeah. That was name or what song becomes infinitely better when replaced with someone's name? Yeah. Like it would be like he, she, you, me, all replaced with a name. And there were so many times that he would send me when they would use the name Greg. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, okay, this is kind of funny. This is yeah. kind of good, you know? Just pretty, I pretty much did that for that one song. And I was reading like the lyrics and I was just like ahead. And I was like, I can say that. Yeah. And it would still make That's sense.
1: Some good thinking on your feet, man.
0: So, yeah.
1: And that is something that I have noticed through all of my, my, experiences watching cover bands which is what we are bands where their whole point is to just play covers Mm -hmm. is uh, they won't do it to every song because it would get annoying very quickly if you did it too much but like editing songs like that like uh one of the ones that i had an idea for um a song that i added to the playlist was jukebox hero and there's a line or a lyric in there which probably doesn't make sense if you change it in the way that I'm about to say, but who cares? Because it's funny. Is there's he he says blah blah blah, and one guitar and bang, You know that part? Yeah. Since we have two guitarists, Greg should say, and two guitars, and then we both go together. If you can like, it's almost like a comedy band type of thing. It's like Steel Panther. Yeah. If you can like edit a song just slightly enough so that it's like funny or or it, like it just gets everyone's attention mm-hmm. like you did with that song mm-hmm. um everyone everyone was like this is this is so great this is fantastic <laughs> it's impossible not to pay attention it's not it's not background music at that point right then it's like the whole point of being here is to watch the band oh yeah which don't get don't get greg wrong when we play it when we play at bars the the overarching thing that is supposed to be done when a band plays at a bar is that like the majority of people who are there are coming because there's a band they're not may may not be coming for you like for your band but they're there because there's a band there if there were no band it would just be another day a night at the bar so they wouldn't be there yep so you're you that's that's where you people can make the distinction of like if this band, if this band is like halfway through and no one's paying attention to them, they're probably not a very good band. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. too much like background music. They're not something's not clicking. But if they're like less than half of the way through their set and everyone is paying attention to them, then you know you've got something good going on,
0: yeah. And like I've kind of thought about the whole process of like interacting with the crowd and stuff because I want to be able to interact with the crowd but not become too interacted mm-hmm. I get interactive I guess but I also want to like and I and I can't I can't give them enough like praise but like a band like the trophy husbands they do a really good job of interacting amongst themselves and with the crowd like I mean that's just you know a local band yeah. that we both know um but it, if I can get to the level of like where we're having our camaraderie amongst ourselves, yeah. the inside jokes that we just are saying and, and then we can get people involved when we're singing the songs and playing, playing, you know, the crazy ass guitar solo that can melt people's faces. Uh, Evan. Yeah, I don't know about that, <laughs> but, uh, I, I look forward to what we can eventually do. And, and we're not, we're not there. We're not there yet. Mm -hmm. We're damn close though. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say we are, we
0: have, we've pretty much come to the agreement. I think that we could, if we wanted to have a gig right now and, play the songs that we played on the at the practice on Friday. Yeah. And we would probably get somewhere between three hours, maybe four, if we took some breaks in there.
1: Yeah, our breaks during that, all of our practices are pretty long. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I would think that we could do it. Now, I know that we want to add an adi- probably an additional 30 songs that on top of everything to like be able to throw in, you know, 10 different songs this gig then switch yeah. out maybe having 10 different songs on the next one finding which ones, you know, cuz cuz we're going to we're going to have those 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 bangers and then we're going to have those ones that are just absolute duds and we're going to be I, and I know it's going to happen. We're going to be like, "Damn, nobody fucking was into that song at all. Sucks that we put the time into it." to learn it maybe we can give it another go do some things differently but probably going to end up just switching it out with one of those additional songs that we're going to eventually learn and you know that's just going to take time it's going to take actual gigs for us to go and figure that out and uh i think everything else is just going to come with time you know
1: time and experience time
0: experience and um and i know we've talked about you know as as a group getting together and Possibly going to like Sweetwater, the mm-hmm. the music store that's about an hour away from here and just all coming together and like, okay, what are we missing? What do we still need? What are yeah. the things that would make us a step above where we're than what we are right now? And that's just going to come with time. It's we're going to have to, uh, I know, eventually have a few gigs going so that we can get some funds for set aside for the band and mm-hmm. kind of keep it going. But, uh, yeah, the, I know that we've said, and I know the drummer has said, and I know we've all kind of agreed, like, it's not, it's not about the money, but it is also like nice to be able to make things better with said money. Yeah. You so, you
1: want the, you want the band to pay it for itself.
0: Right. And, and I think, and I think we as a group, we look forward to being able to play, in front of people spreading the name of the sturdy 30 mm-hmm. doing our little shindig that we talked about doing because of the name yep um and just having fun with it and i think i think a lot of it is we want to play mute we want to play the music we want to go somewhere but but at the end of the day if if we make money off of it that would be great too
1: yeah so, we're, yeah you, you don't go into it wanting to make I mean, You're not, you don't want to go into it going like I want to quit my job. I mean, Evan,
0: I went into this podcast thinking I would be <laughs> retired by now. That's
1: true. Uh, oh, uh, Subway, if you want to sponsor this. Yeah, I
0: thought I thought I was going to be retired <laughs> and we would be like possibly going on to bigger and greater things with this podcast of like, OK, we're now going to have Steve-O and we're going
1: to have. <laughs> Tom Segura. Tom Segura, you know, but Yeah, I thought you would uh you would have accepted your third movie script by now.
0: I thought so too, but
1: and I would um
0: You would go on I... to win the Writers Academy uh, s- <laughs> Award sure. for Association, whatever, blah 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 blah. But yeah. Uh,
1: you it, you don't want to you don't go into it expecting to quit your job, but like like I said, the best way to think of it is you want the band to pay for itself. Yeah. You want you want equip you want good equipment so you can put on a good show. hmm and um it'd just be great if you never had to dip into your actual money to do that. It's, it should pay for itself. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, uh, and I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, but I I do remember in like the week or so leading up to the practice, um, you had, I think you had snapped Selena, uh, at a lot or something about a live show that you were at or a, a show that you were at. And, uh, she was like, she was telling me about this and she was like, yeah, I can really, you can tell through the phone that he's like getting real, he's getting real antsy. He really wants to play. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm uh, like a day later, I'm like, I'm in the exact same boat. I'm just, I, we we are, we all, all of us at the practice agreed we are never going to let a two month break happen again. Yeah. That was way too long. We were all like really itching. It couldn't come sooner, soon enough. And that was how good the practice was because we were after the practice, And this was great because this was one of the practices where I didn't have to work the next morning. Yeah. So we all, after we were done practicing at midnight, we then spent probably like an hour and a half to two hours sitting all huddled together at a bar in the place where we were practicing in in the shed. There's a bar, like a drink bar there. Yeah. We are all huddled around it, like going over the logistics of the band, Mm -hmm. like the set list and what we want to do with gig wise and how we want to pay for things and, and um we were at that little discussion and we were looking at dates for the next practice and someone said, well, I'm free next weekend. (laughs) And, and for, I could see it in all our faces. All of our faces were like, I could, I could jam next weekend. (laughs) And I was like, I, that I would have zero problem practicing again next weekend. That's how good it went because we weren't, we weren't like, all right, that was a good practice. All right. See you guys again in two weeks. Yeah. We were like if I was like if we could practice again tomorrow night I probably would.
0: It was it was one of those practices that we felt we were all, we were all on this like high of that actually sounded gig ready. Yes. And we're fucking biting at the bit to practice some more. Like if it hadn't been midnight, we probably and you know of course with them all being fathers and you as well and having to get back and get, get to the kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If, if we had all had the, the okay, you know, to go. And as long as you need to, we probably could have played another hour or two hour or two on top of what we did.
1: Uh, I think if you had been drinking water, yeah, and that was my you, problem. And if you had taken the spoon of honey, I think I think we probably could have kept going. But like, like we said, and oh, and this is another thing I want to talk about. We need to plan our practices better because I don't know why we did this, but we went through like five-sixths of the practice and then right at the end played I Believe in a Thing Called Love, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and one other song that is just like so taxing on the voice. Mm-hmm. And I like I thought about that later. Sure,
0: sugar, we're going down.
1: Sugar, we're going down. And I'm like, and I was,
0: and I was like, guys, I fucking hate this right now. I'm literally cracking as I talk to you. Yeah, I was like, I
1: can't believe we did that to Greg. That was horrible.
0: (laughs) And then I, but but hey, like that made me realize. Okay, when we do this set list, when we're gonna we're gonna go song by song, and we're gonna get. Those hard to sing songs earlier, mm-hmm. so that I can hit the notes without having to cry for help. Yeah, um, we're gonna be, we're gonna do them all because then I can still sing the not so harder songs, and it wouldn't really be noticed that e- even towards the end of the night that I would have a little bit of a rasp.
1: Yeah, to the voice. But again, you just need to make sure you're drinking water, man. Because because Selena well, said she walked up to you and she was like. Greg, what are you drinking? Listen, and you were I, like beer, and may, then she was like, oh, "What may, about anything else, Greg?" And you were like, "I may like, have no. had,
0: I may have had like twenty beers, <laughs> and no water, and no water." But the interactions were so much better because of it. So I'm just saying, I'm gonna
1: have to find
0: a middle ground, a happy medium. I know.
1: If any, I'm sure you can, and just don't I do what just, we did. I can
0: just bring my 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 spray. That's true. The magic spray that gives me another three to four songs of singing.
1: Yeah. Just don't do what we did at our first gig, me and the other two members of my band that I played at that friend's birthday party because we were all so ungodly nervous because we all deep down in our hearts knew that we were not, we were not gig ready. Yeah. So, uh, probably just more because he wanted to do it, but I'm sure there was probably some internal mental things of like, all right, we all need to do this. Cause it's where you can tell we need it. He, before we started playing, he called the entire band outside and had us all do a shot. Yeah. And that turned into like three shots. Cause he's like, he framed it as like, this is it, man. This is the beginning of a beautiful thing. We're going to this is going to be awesome. It's going to feel great. And we're going to come out of it feeling amazing. And 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 I'm so glad he turned it, he got sappy and he was like, and I'm so glad we all decided to do this and we're, and we're all friends and this is so cool. And we were like, yeah, this is really cool. And deep down, I'm, I know we were all like, we're just doing this because we are so fucking godly afraid right now. <laughs> we need to take some liquid courage. And, and then we got so not, I won't say I wasn't, I wasn't drunk, but uh the other two then they they didn't get drunk from the shots but they were so pushed forward by the shots that with the drinking from the show by the end of the show they were like
0: just a little just a,
1: yeah it was a little too drunk yeah um which is why I'm 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 going to try to I mean I'm sure I don't have to I'm going to have to do it I think with you and I'm going to have to do it no offense, man. Don't get mad at me, but I'm gonna have to do it with the uh, John, the rhythm, our rhythm guitarist, only because I know for a fact because he told me that he's never he's never played a show before. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know it's because I did it. I know it's easy to like go. Okay, I need to t- I need to get buzzed quick. When you want to get buzzed real quick, that means you're getting drunk, and, or or you're you're setting up the pins to then get drunk like. A quarter to a halfway through the through the set, and you then
0: the son of a bitch using bowling analogies.
1: Yes, I need to, I need to speak in terms you understand. God like. Damn it! So I need I need to make sure that I need I need to find your your I need to fine tune and tailor your you specifically your alcohol intake so that you're just the right level of buzzed, but not like oh god he's getting drunk because every there's so many people who do that who just get fucking drunk because they they don't. They get the nerves.
0: I wanna be Jack Black in school of rock when he jumps out to get to get uh crowd surfed and no one catches him. I want that level.
1: Well, see the thing is I think you can do that sober. <laughs> well
0: so. <laughs> I mean I could. Uh no, I, I hear what you're saying, and this is not becoming Greg's AA meeting, but um No, 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 I don't no, you know, no. like uh, it's got like,
1: nothing to do with alcohol, it's to right. do with the nerves.
0: I and I think I've mentioned like yes I will probably say you know we can all have like a a toast to each other before yeah. we start the gig.
1: I say we do it every time.
0: And I think that'd be a good way to get us warmed up if you will. Yeah. Uh does it need to turn into 3? Not at, not at once, maybe throughout a show or something I can maybe. Tell you
1: from experience it's not a good idea. But uh
0: <laughs> but no I I think um And this is just me, you know, it's normal for me to drink 15, 20 beers and not be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Uh, if I start doing lots of beer and lots of shots, that's when things go haywire So if you see a little bottle get handed to me, and then I'm also drinking a beer, and then another little bottle comes over to me, (laughs) you might want to be like, hey, what you doing there, buddy? And then I'll just be like, what? Uh,
1: We're playing a show tonight?
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm, I'm okay. That's fine. That was
1: that was one thing I wanted to do at the practice. I was, I was really stoked that I didn't have to work the next morning and we were all planning on being there for a while. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think it was like a quarter of the way through the practice. I was like, all right guys, we need to start pounding beers because yeah. I, I want us to get not, I don't want us to get drunk drunk, I, but I want us to loosen up to the point that it feels like this is how we're going to act on stage. Mm-hmm. Cause once again, we haven't really had a practice yet where we've hit that level of energy um i will go ahead i i don't toot my horn that often so i'm going to go ahead and toot my own horn and the horn of john the the other guitarist that me and him were were feeling each other um he was definitely happy cuz he was um he was testing out his new wireless yeah receiver so he had no cord which I know, uh, a lot of guitarists don't like to do because it it can glitch out pretty easily on you, but like the fact that he was just moving around freehand while playing, I was like, God, I'm so jealous
0: Mm -hmm. because I'm
1: constantly having to like, look at my feet to make sure I don't have the cord wrapped around my feet. Yeah. But me and him were, were, were rocking out a few times. Yeah. And we, that is one thing I wanted to talk with you before we forget is, uh, uh, It was a couple. Either it was the last music episode or the one before it. Um, we were talking about the band, and I think we were talking about a practice that we had just done or recently done. And I told you that I, I, the, the re, we were still learning the songs and learning and getting used to each other. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. That we played a song, a certain song that shall go nameless because Greg gets PTSD when it's mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, we played this song live, and it sounded when we hit like a, a note where all the band played together, um, I looked at the bassist and I had like the fucking goofiest smile on my face. And I'm looking at this dude who has played probably hundreds of gigs at this point in his life. And to him, this is just, it's cool, but it's normal for me. I was like, that just shows how inexperienced and goofy I, I am because I like, I have to smile at that. That happened so many fucking times at this last practice. There was like one. There was one every other song, and I was noticing it happening with more than just me. It was happening. Everyone had one of those moments at least once in this practice. So I'm asking you, what was your moment at this last practice where you were like, "Fuck, this is cool. This is start. This really sounds like it's coming together." Like, what song was it?
0: Boy, uh, I mean, I'm not super big into screaming at the top of my lungs to like belt out a note. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like probably the biggest problem with me singing is I don't sing from my gut. I just, I I'm, I'm singing basically just air. You know, it's, it's not, it's not coming out forceful. It's not coming out strong. Mm -hmm. And that's the main reason we needed a mixer so that I could sound louder and go through that. Um, but God didn't teen spirit. The whole y- fucking hitting hitting the notes and then, like, getting to the point where my voice was breaking, but it was still right on the edge of, like, there was emotion. There yeah. was power behind the, the notes that I was singing just because I was my my vocal cords didn't have it in them but i forced i forced as much out as i could to like alter them
1: just a little bit through sheer will through
0: through sheer will and <laughs> s- strength of my uh my lungs basically
1: you channeled kurt cobain i night.
0: literally just forced as much air out of my body while doing that song mm-hmm. and man did it feel good and another song uh good a big big fan of good um specifically you know the others the other songs that were where I'm, I'm a big fan of when i get to try and replicate someone's voice yeah so you know of course creed it's fun to try and do it any sort of hootie and the blowfish like Only wanna be with you. Like if I can do those heavier, like accented songs. Yeah. To me, that's just like a. uh, When I do it, I just feel so much better afterwards. It's like, like I know we have songs that are on our list that for to like learn, and there's one specifically that I'm just I want to sing, even though it's not necessarily it's "Creep" by Radiohead. Yeah. Like. It's not necessarily like a popular. I mean, it's 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 fairly popular. Yeah, but like, yeah. it's not you know among the rest of our songs. This is kind of a slower pace. Yes, like not heavily on all the instruments. I mean, the voice is basically the main one of That's the main forefront. Yeah, main focal points. Yeah, and th- every time that I've heard that song in like a movie or a TV show and someone else is like singing it for instance uh the TV show Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Um big fan of that show. Uh cop drama, s- supernatural, but it's yeah. it's great. Um but there's a season where he comes in and he starts singing creep while he's playing at the piano and the stuff moving around him is just like fast forwarding through like multiple multiple days and mm-hmm. he's just still singing in one spot and it's just like I literally feel like this is how the song needs to be, and yeah. it's just so full of emotion and I'm just gonna be like, "I really hope that I get to fucking do that. I really hope that I can just put it all out there, and when he hits the high notes, I mean though it's always fun to hit hit a high note, yeah, but let me tell you, it sucks when
1: you don't when you don't yeah well, yeah, and
0: i and I know that I've had it happen on multiple occasions where. I went for the high note, been drinking, Mm -hmm. didn't, and it's not water. Didn't necessarily have the, uh, the oomph of, of getting it there. The the crack came too soon, I guess.
1: Yeah. But, uh, happens to literally every singer. Yeah.
0: But, uh, I will state the one practice that we had and I was drinking out of a two gallon water jug or whatever Mm -hmm. the hell it was. I hit the high note. You hit
1: like every high note. Yeah.
0: So I was like, I know, I, I know it's doable. And I know there are singers out there that say do a shot of honey or something. And if you have to drink, drink like I think it was bourbon or whiskey or something like mm-hmm. that. Just cause that will like soothe your throat instead or of like, like
1: coats the inside of your instead of
0: like irritating it. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's definitely some things that I can give a shot at. Yeah. And I probably will at our first air quotes gig. You should
1: um, try at our next practice. See if it actually yeah,
0: works. I we'll we'll see how that ends up going out. As maybe I'll just go buy a bottle of Tennessee whiskey or something. I
1: don't I don't know. I think you should try honey first.
0: <laughs> We're
1: not <laughs> playing that Tennessee whiskey. I was gonna say, Greg, do you want us to just put a piano on stage and you can just do creep as a as a solo? Is that what you'd like to do? We can do that. So I have a piano. We're probably going to bring.
0: I mean, I, I know the only thing, Evan, (laughs) the only instrument that I think I could actually learn is
1: besides the didgeridoo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. The only instruments that I think I could learn are tambourine (laughs) and, uh, so the tambourine Yeah. I think I could learn the harmonica because
1: god that'd be awesome.
0: It's it's cool, but Yeah. I also know some people that have harmonicas on them like at the Ready. Weird? Yeah, not not even a joke like and they go up there there's some people that go up to the Dome, and I know they have a harmonica in their back pocket.
1: That's cool, but weird.
0: But I'm just saying if we ever need that it would be great. Now I know that And I've talked about it and I might cut it from this podcast just in case Mm -hmm. the Welcome to the Black Parade would be one of the best openings the way that we've talked about it. Yeah. So, and I'm going to leave it at that. And if that, if I can eventually learn piano and it ends up working out. I got. I got to start now.
1: Well, that's the thing, though. You don't have to really learn piano. You just have to learn how to play the beginning of Black Parade.
0: Which or is... I just learn how to press play on the karaoke version of Welcome to the Black Parade,
1: and then just make it look like you're.
0: playing. And I band. go like, Beep. make it, make it very theatrical. Like I'll lift my finger up in the air, <laughs> and then I'll just go. Beep. Yes.
1: Like Schroeder playing Jingle Bells on Charlie Brown?
0: hmm hmm
1: Well, yes, I agree. Uh, f- every time we've played it live, Smells Like Teen Spirit has always, people have been like, that was good. Um, I, I very much enjoyed doing it this time because I was, like uh, Greg said, I was using a new amp. And this amp came with a foot pedal, as I've said. And that just the confidence boost from having that is probably what made at least me sound so much better this time, knowing that I can just switch my effects and switch my tone at will. Um, And I was able to add the flanger effect onto the solo for that song, like he does in the actual song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is just the peak of what any guitarist wants is the ability to change your effect and tone whenever you want.
0: I was so I'm not gonna lie to you, Evan. I was so happy for you.
1: It was it was so crazy. Just
0: to see because I'm um, <laughs> okay, don't get don't get me wrong. Your old speaker that you had, whether it was the little one or the big ass yeah, five hundred pound speaker that yep. was from the seventies. Yep. I mean, I I wanted you to have what you have now. Yeah. Because the look on your face now is just so much more pleasant. I look like I'm having fun. You look like you're having fun. Cause I I see you fucking clicking your foot down there on the uh, switch pedals or whatever to change your change it change your presets on all your uh, mm-hmm. effects. And I know that you're just fucking giddier than a schoolgirl. Yep. When you go from one to the other without having to fucking walk over and switch it yourself.
1: There's a bunch of buttons.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I know that, and I look forward to hearing because I'm I during this last practice I was literally right in front of your speaker, mm-hmm. and I could hear you being right in front of your speaker. Definitely next practice, I want us to try and run everything through coming out of like one sound. One sound, yeah. I mean, that's just how I think it should be. Yeah. That'd be um, cool. but I was between watching you enjoying playing playing your amp with your amp and shit and seeing john enjoying walking around wirelessly and seeing Steck just going hard on the drums and then john is of course the bassist so it's (laughs) like you gotta be a little chill but then you see you see him crack a smile or start laughing it's all it all comes together it's yeah it's and a it's a glorious thing.
1: That's that's what I wanted to get to because I I think I know John's moment too. Oh yeah. So like uh, I'll say his. We were playing uh, first. We started playing "Fight for Your Right." Yep. Um, which you are singing, mm-hmm. well, yelling. Yeah, that's what the song is. Uh, and John had the. He wasn't singing into it. He just wasn't because he wasn't planning on it. But it, it's just always in front of him because he is the the de facto backup singer Mm -hmm. he had the backup mic in front of him but he was seeing that i was like yelling it with you like at the ends of every one of your sentences kind of like how they do when they do it live like beastie boys yeah like one of them like shouts the last three words with the dude at the end of every one of his lines yeah so john like he's
0: he's i I turned around and saw it he's (laughs) just straight up swung the mic stand and he just did like a
1: you're like, go, looked, go yeah. for it. He just yeah. looked at me and he was like, go, go ahead. Do it. So I started yelling at it and I could tell he liked that.
0: He was, he was like, this is, this is much better. Yeah.
1: And then we, oh, fuck, we played Teenage Dirtbag, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite songs to play live. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, I was also suffering from the same thing Greg was uh, because I had sung Tomorrow yeah. And for whatever reason whether it was because of the confidence boost from how well the practice was going but I fucking belted tomorrow. Yeah. I put I put my entire diaphragm into that. And um I think it sounded pretty okay. Yeah. Um but after that my voice was it wasn't shot but it was not at a 100. Yeah. So when teenage dirtbag came around I'm supposed to sing the high part girl part for yeah. that. And I I couldn't do it. When I tried it, it was so quiet because I I my voice was shot enough to the point that if I tried to just talk, we would have to crank the the speaker up, the backup mic all the way up, so that you could hear me doing the girl voice. Mm-hmm. So in the moment, I was like, "All right, I'll just kind of sing this part, so that you can at least hear me." Yep. Um. So I was singing it, and uh, it didn't sound right because it's supposed to sound like a girl and instead it just sounded like a dude yelling it. But when you come back in with the oh yeah, and and I yelled that too. I looked over and John was grinning like a schoolboy. Yeah. He was like that was good. Yeah. So whether or not you we end up where I do the girl thing, um, um he's like you need to do that backup at least for that part of the song.
0: Yeah. There, there. I, I actually now remember what my happy moment was. My mm-hmm. smiled like a, like a little kid again. Was you and I duetting? Uh, the one song I think it was "Gold on the Ceiling", on the ceiling. or something like that. Because yeah. I was like, I was like, I know the song. I could probably sing it. I just don't feel comfortable singing it. And then, uh, the bassist John, he was just like, you know, yeah, you could just sing the high part like as backup and I was like perfect that is exact <laughs> like I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Evan the stage here I'm gonna let him sing this song and then I'm just gonna come in and just be the backup high high notes and we were harmonizing and I was like god this is cool
1: yeah because it was an
0: inverse kind of, of Teenage Dirt because because it's like it's like you know to be able to harmonize with somebody else without even trying trying that hard uh, trying that hard yeah. I'm not I'm not saying me and you have like we're not we're not okay. This is gonna sound bad, but it's not. We're not tone deaf mm-hmm. because we know. So like, if one of us sings a part, we can adjust our own to make it match, yeah. which is harmonizing. Yeah, um,
1: we've already harmonized on this podcast. Correct. We harmonized to tequila.
0: <laughs> so I mean, it's to be able to do that, you know, back and forth of hitting that perfect harmonized duet between the two of us it was it was it brought a smile to my face not because you know not because you were you know doing it with me but because like it just sounded
1: good it sounded really good
0: it sounded really good because we were like okay there's two voices they're matching doesn't always necessarily happen but when it does, it's a glorious thing.
1: It's insane. And I've never put much stock into it. And now I realize how wrong I've been this whole time. It's insane how much better and more professional a band sounds with backup singing. Oh, yeah. I've never once really thought backup singing mattered. But now, like with this one, where we have backup singing for probably over half the set list, mm-hmm. makes such a huge difference in like how the whole band sounds. And we haven't even tackled most of like the good backup singing we have to do like with Stacy's mom and yeah. and my own worst enemy and all these songs. And uh, yeah, every time we backup sang, it was great. But and and that was definitely because John, the bassist is a, he is, he's a really good singer. Um, there are a few songs that I think I know that he, he sings with a lot of his bands. Like he always takes the lead vocal and I really want to do those because I want to give him, his moment because I, and I know he does them well. Um, but that's cause he, he, he can, he's, he is, he's a really good backup singer, so he can appreciate good backups. Yeah. So when we were doing teenage dirt bag, that's why I looked at him and I was like, I got John's smile. Yeah. We're good. This yeah. song's good. I mean, I need to, once again, I need to make sure I do the girl voice and that can, that can be done easily. We just have to make sure the mic is turned up loud enough so you can hear it. Mm-hmm. But when, when the girl voice is over, I'm going to belt that high, that high part. Cause you're going, Oh yeah. And the girl parts going like, Oh yeah. So those two together got the John seal of approval. Mm-hmm. So we're good. Oh yeah. Um, and real quick, I, I apologize to our band, our bandmates if they're listening and I'm speaking for them for their like giggle moments for this. And it, I'm, I'm sorry if you really didn't give a shit about this moment. This is just what I perceived. Um, because I also thought I perceived what John, the, the, the guitarist, his giggle moment was. Um, he seemed to really get into it when um, the two songs that I sang, which are Tomorrow and Gold on the Ceiling, um, because since I was so much more comfortable with the fact that my effects were right and I had an amp that had, and a foot pedal that could do what I needed it to do, mm-hmm. um, when I would I would sing... But when the guitar part comes in, where there is no singing, I would step away from the mic and then be a guitar player again. Yeah, um, which is kind. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like an arrogant asshole. I'm just stating. I'm not saying I did it well. I'm just stating this is like a fact. That's like the quintessential rock. Is when like a a dude is like up at a microphone playing guitar and singing, and then he steps away from the mic and he just the it's just guitar and he's fucking rocking the fuck out. Yeah, that's like what rock music has always been about, and I feel like he was getting that because when we would play gold, especially gold on the ceiling, when we would get to the dun 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 when we would get to that and it would just I would go from singing to playing that part with him. He that was when he was getting the most like fuck yeah mm-hmm. like he was rocking out and those were super fun to do oh yeah um
0: and I'll and I'll say like watching both you and him go and say because you know you, you you start playing a song and you're like actually what if we did the, did it this way and then you guys are just you're bouncing ideas back and forth and it's, it's, it's great that you guys are like all right. And I know you've said that you guys like text separately from the group and stuff and, and you're constantly like saying how you would want to play the one song or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all great. And when I see you guys getting like right up next to each other playing, you know, sort of not head to head, but back to back, Back -back. however you want to say it. I mean, it, it looks great. It it, mm-hmm. it looks fantastic. It looks like we're actually all enjoying, on the same page. We're all enjoying what's happening. Yes. Like this is just a great, great thing. And I'm not saying that everyone's going to love us the first go around. No, no, they might not even love us yeah. the last go around, but they're going to love us at some point.
1: They're going to love watching us at one point.
0: And it probably will be when I collapse on, on the thing and they call <laughs> in the EMS.
1: There was one moment when I was trying to set something up, and it fell through. I don't know if we were just distracted, but uh, um, we were playing a song. I forget which one. It was one of the Jet songs we're playing. And I was trying to set us up for me, you, and John, the guitarist, to like do a synchronized movement while oh, we're yeah. playing apart. Yeah, I we got we got to do that live because that 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 a that would be awesome. And B, I got that idea from a live performance from Van Halen Mm -hmm. they do that on one of their songs and I was like oh if we did that live that would be so cool (laughs) and then lastly uh once again I'm sorry if I'm speaking for you Steck I might be totally off it's just the the feel I got because him and mine and his were together um and I I was not expecting this and I feel like any guitarist is going to hear this and go that's hilarious because to a guitarist that's just what you do But we get to my sacrifice, Mm and I I turn on this effect for the intro to my sacrifice, which is like
0: a little bit of a
1: shimmery effect. Oh yeah, because it was the one that sounded the most like the recording that I could find on my amp. Yeah, and the second I start playing that, like the the what I was just talking about with you about wanting to be the center of attention. I got that for a moment. Like the entire room looked at me while I was doing
0: that. The funniest, the funny. Okay. So previous, my sacrifice. (laughs) Yeah. Old, old amp. Mm. Not the greatest sound for that opening.
1: Pretty shitty sound.
0: Yeah. But you could, you could make it out. It, it was there. Yep. This fucking (laughs) preset that you found on your amp (laughs) is almost identical (laughs) to that sound. And it's so pretty.
1: It's very it's, shimmery.
0: It's so like I want to float away right now. <laughs> oh.
1: that's, that's what Tremonti was going for. Yeah,
0: it's like I literally want this to be like the pixie dust, just f- yeah, f- being flittered on onto me as I float away. Yeah, like that with that when you played that with that preset, like that was perfect.
1: Then that, that's that's the that's the moment for me is because I I played that not expecting anyone to like really change. Their demeanor mm-hmm. but then i i like started playing that and i was almost like assaulted with everyone's attention i think
0: you had people that were mid-conversation yeah on the couches stop what they were doing yes and look at you
1: that is every guitarist's dream that
0: was <laughs> i felt it i'm not saying i got a half chub but i kind of did
1: <laughs> that's that's every guitar sorry that's every guitarist when, when the leads with the lead singer's just singer just like has to what the excuse fuck himself fuck was that <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, and I, I feel like, once again, I'm sorry if I'm speaking for you, Stick, but he, the just the look he gave me also told me that he was like... He was oh, like, that was good. I think for him, I think since he was the one that I had been practicing with the most because mm-hmm. the very first practice was just me and him. Mm-hmm. Then it was me, him, and the bassist. Then me, you, me, him, you, and the bassist. And then finally with John, the guitarist. Yeah. So he's the one that I'd been playing with since the first practice. I think right then, when he heard that effect on there, and he realized that the songs we were playing were going to sound kind of similar to the actual song. yeah, the difference between that first practice and that practice kind of hit him. yeah, and he was like, and he's he's the type of dude who will get jacked up. He's fucking pumped. And I could tell in that moment, he was like, this is oh yeah, he's getting pumped. oh yeah. And then for me, the, uh, the moment came about five seconds later because I finished that intro and I we don't have a way to do the fade-in feedback like they do in that song because, you know, he played this quiet part and then it's like quietly the feedback's like... So um, we just do a thing where I just let that last chord ring out and then we just kind of look at Steck and Steck gives us the, the go. Mm-hmm. When we hit that i was like that note right there that we just all did together was the best this band has ever sounded and probably will ever sound yeah that was that punched that punched me in the face that sounded so good
0: yeah the uh, there is one song and i this is my memory just being dog shit but there is a point where he does like a double breakdown on one of the songs i can't remember what it is i think i know but it's like i'm done singing and it's just like a solid minute of me not singing Mm -hmm. and it's just and
1: he
0: just and he's like getting into it and then it starts going in. i think he even introduces the double yeah the double foot pedal a couple of times and i'm just like god he's good at drums (laughs) yes It just it makes you appreciate every like when you hear the guitar solo, when you hear the breakdown, when you hear the bass, the bassist playing that or whatever it is. Yeah. And it just hits and you're like, God, this is great. And of course, I gotta give myself something, I guess, when I actually hit the high notes. Mm -hmm. Because here's here's the thing, Evan, and I'll say it. When people look at me, nobody says that guy could hit the high note, yeah, in I believe in a thing called love, in fact, I get that on the uh like every year I go to that farm show or mm-hmm. whatever for work, and uh they go we have a karaoke night and we go there, and we always have new hires, and everyone's just like, oh, so like I'm assuming Greg's gonna go up there and sing like Brooks or like f- like friends in low places or yep. something." And then they're like, oh, no, that's not what he's going to say, because they all know, because they all put my name in there with yep. that song. And it's like, I get it. That's my song that I sing. Mm-hmm. Not saying I want to do it all the time, but it's 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 in the set list. It's going to happen. I'm going to play the note.
1: Oh, yeah, def- definitely.
0: I do think if if for fun, we could do the other song that I did at karaoke.
1: Oh, Yes. Absolutely. Where I could
0: just rickroll roll every bun. Absolutely. Everyone, that would be fantastic. I understand that there, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a time and place.
1: That's what I was going to say is that, um, I think what, what hits Steck in that moment and what hits me at every practice and why this last practice was so good. And I, and what kind of what you were saying where like you would hear him do those breakdowns. Mm-hmm. It's, and I'm I'm just now realizing I I'm I'm we need to apologize to the audience. This has been like two hours of us just like jacking each other off here. A little. All bit. we've been doing is saying how good the band is when we're in the band. Right. But like I'm speaking for everyone. Everyone knows me. I'm speaking for everyone that's not me in the band. Yeah. Um. It's and and I'm getting around to your compliments. So this is gonna sound bad, but just hang in there. Karaoke is a pretty common thing. It is way more common to see people who are good at singing um, or, or I won't even say good, just people who can sing than it is to find people who can play m- instruments. Um, I'm not saying it's more impressive. I'm just saying it's more common. Yeah. Um, there are more singers than any other musician in the world. Mm-hmm. That's that's commonplace knowledge. Um, so when you play in a group like a band, like this band, and you hear the the ways that like the musicianship shines through for a lot for for in specifically for me, for me, the bassist, the guitarist, and the drummer, because we're playing an instrument that's not as common as singing. Um, it feels like it it feels like you're it's something it, I don't there's no way to say this without making it sounding really arrogant. It feels like there's something magical happening. Yeah. Because they're doing something that like that kind of sets you apart from 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 people who knew that you could play an, who who didn't know that you could play an instrument like 5 minutes ago. Yeah. It's like when you walk into a room and you see a band and you're like, "Oh, there's a drummer, he can play drums." But it's not until he does something like that breakdown in that song that you were just talking about. Yeah. That people are like, "Oh, fuck yeah, this drummer rocks." Or or um the those awesome break or bass fills that mm-hmm. that John the bassist puts in. Or um I'm a huge fan of uh, the, in, uh, one of the songs we play is right now and, uh, our rhythm guitar or John, our rhythm guitarist, he plays lead on, um, a couple songs for this, for this set list we're doing. Yeah. And right now is one of them, but the tuning for right now in the actual song is really fucked up. It's like the top E string is like slightly distuned so that they can do it. And we're like, we don't want to fuck around with that. We don't want to have to tune guitars after every song and blah, blah, blah. So he's so at this last practice, I was like, Do you have this? Do you have the solo to write now down already? And he's like, No, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do my own thing. I made up one. And I, um, it sounds great, sounds awesome. And, and like in that moment, you get that, like, Oh, there's a musicianship. Mm -hmm. Um, and the way that, and I always say this, the way that it shines through with you is that everything you just said, you, you don't, you, you see, you, you see us all get on stage and then this seven foot, Giant gets on stage. Hold on, and he starts fucking. As long as he's drinking water, fucking nailing the the high notes on. I believe in a thing called love, and and singing uh, smells like Teen Spirit so well that I like saw people visibly gasp the first time we played it. Mm-hmm. That that's that musicianship. Yeah, it's a different type of musicianship because, like I said, the only way it's different is that once again, there's just it's way more common to pick someone off the street and they can sing as opposed to picking someone off the street and they can play bass guitar. It's not the same thing, but like the musicianship still comes through when, when you hit the, you hit that level of musicianship that the rest of us are. And when you have that, everything comes together.
0: I, the way I look at it is yes, singers are What is it? This, what's the saying? A dime Dime a a dozen or whatever you can, you can pick, 10 people out of out of a crowd and probably half of them can sing. You know, it's 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 very it's very natural. But there is something about singing with karaoke and singing with a live band. Because there are some people that and and I will be the first to admit it because I'm I'm not the greatest at it, being able to come in when you need to come in, uh what you gotta like keep beat the beat in your head. I mean, I know like before I joined, I guess it was you, John and Steck, and it was you guys, you didn't necessarily say that it was hard to keep everything together because that's what the drums do, but like having the singer there as well helps keep everyone like in the same without you know one being ahead of the other oh yes oh absolutely keeping keeping the rhythm and then adding and then of course adding the rhythm guitar every everything we've we now have a collection of guys and i and i will be the first to say you guys are all fantastic and you specifically evan you you're one of I'm, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you your props okay you say that you were the first to pretty much just shit all over yourself whenever things suck and I don't think you give yourself enough credit cuz god that new amp does you wonders yeah, that's it does. all that's all I can fucking say you yeah. were you were thinking so little of yourself because you were being held back
1: by the amp
0: by an amp from the 70s from the 70s and now that you ha- now that you have current technology, <laughs>
1: yeah, within the last current, decade, current
0: a current amp that actually sounds like good equipment mm-hmm. means good sound. Yes, but good equipment plus greatness of playing makes amazing sound. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Add in the bassist, add in the rhythm, add in the drums, and some guy that occasionally can hit high notes. It sounds really good. And I will I will say that I would call I would say whether or not I think something just sounds Sound terrible. If something sounds bad, I would I would just be like, uh, I don't think we should play this song. Yeah. And I'm starting to say that now. I mean, as we're like you saw today, as I was going through the thing, there was a possibility of almost a hundred songs mm-hmm. on our initial before being cut set yeah. List. yeah. And we're going to try and bring that down to 50, 60 songs probably Yeah. that we can switch in and out and have a decent set list when we're all said and done. And I think a lot of it is we're going to have to have the crowd pleasers. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the songs that we know. Yes, they get played all the time, but God damn, did people not just enjoy the hell out of belting out those songs. Yep. It's gonna it's gonna be that. Then we're gonna have the true, like straight from our heart songs that are like one of us wanted this song and it's gonna get played. That's why I was like when when we were talking sitting around at the end of practice and we were sitting around and we were like you guys were saying, No, we can we can learn whatever. Like you just need to tell us what songs yeah. you can sing. I'm sitting here thinking, is there any of these songs that would just destroy you if we did not play it, and I think there was some hesitation there at first because there was a like there was a couple of songs that I I said it and I just kept hearing oh my god it's such a banger and I'm just sitting here like it's not though <laughs> like like it's a good song don't get me wrong
1: it I, wouldn't be a banger if we played it, it wouldn't
0: it wouldn't it wouldn't be good with me singing it mm-hmm. and. It, or it might not be good in a gig format format yeah it's definitely a you know song you would blast in your car or a song you would you know in your headphones would love there's there's just so many differences in those mm-hmm. there's songs that are like not necessarily like you don't want other people to know that you're listening to it but there are there's there are, there are other songs i love blasting taylor swift every once in a while doesn't mean you want to play not gonna start (laughs) not gonna start singing taylor swift songs unless we can somehow do the pop goes punk punk goes pop whatever it is version of blank space
1: no (laughs) (laughs) no i i did entertain the thought like last year while we were still doing all this like I would love to do like some sort of version of anti-hero because that's a good song. And I feel like that if we could get it like energetic enough so that it's kind of pop punky. Yeah. The, the chorus to that would have the entire building singing it. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. like even the, the country dudes in the back put down their fucking Natty Light's to to bust out to no. fucking anti-hero. Don't be
0: don't be shunning Natty I Light. I didn't here. shun anyone. I don't said shunning country Natty guys Light like drinkers. Natty Light. I drink
1: Natty Light every once in a while. Are more. you insinuating that because Natty Light is drunk by country dudes that it sucks as a beer? Are you mm-hmm. taking a shit on country dudes? That's
0: what I'm that's what I'm thinking you're doing, but No, that's not what I was But doing. anyways. I am all for if we want to give a country song a electric version a rock rock version version. if you guys think that we have it in us to do i'm all for it
1: yeah that's something we should we should cap this episode off with is what what are a couple songs that that you feel like you you haven't put any thought into the logistics of actually adding it to the set list but you would want to add to the set list
0: well you know what song i want to have in the set list never going to give you up mean yeah but no <laughs> the one that i don't think i can sing that high the entire time but it it technically is i'm gonna leave it alone because it still kind of is in the set list it might just be sung at oh. my level um but oh yeah now you go
1: yeah i know what, what you're talking about now
0: but um what song do i think i want to hear no matter what even if like it's not a rock one
1: no like you're you're For like the month after our first gig, if it goes well, which hopefully it does, Mm -hmm. you're going to be daydreaming about how awesome it was to be in a rock band in that moment. Um, And the only reason I'm saying that is because our gig in that same place went horribly and I was still daydreaming about how awesome it was to play guitar in front of a room full of people in a rock band. But I would daydream us playing well. (laughs) And I would daydream us playing maybe some cool songs that we didn't play because I like the song. What would those songs be for you? Like what's a song that like, if you could, you had five minutes to sit and wait in a doctor's office and your phone was dead and you were just sitting there with your eyes closed, daydreaming about this band. What's like a song that you could daydream easily that we were playing. Could be fucking through fire and the flames. We would never play that song. You thought of it.
0: Um, Take on me. We
1: could do take on me.
0: Yeah. I I would get behind take on me.
1: Could you hit the note and take on me, Greg?
0: It's the same note, isn't
1: it? It's, it is? It's,
0: it's, I mean, I, I can hit the take on me note better than I can hit the <laughs> I uh, believe I think called called love? love note.
1: Damn. Okay. Well, I'm putting that in my back pocket, though. Um. There's
0: also... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. If we could somehow make I Write Sins, Not Tragedies... I'm a big fucking Panic at the Disco yeah. fan. I love Panic, but Panic isn't necessarily a not all the time rock. Specifically, like his later stuff was kind of oh, more yeah. like God ja- like jazzy yeah. almost, but
1: jazzy pop, jazzy pop. But which was my nickname in high school, jazzy pop. <laughs> Jesus, the, I think if we could get. I mean, obviously the intro to that song is a little weird because it's like strings, mm-hmm. but like once the I chime in, like the burn it, burn basically,
0: it. if I could get one Panic at the Disco song, you'd be good. I think I'd be okay. Let's do uh, that.
1: Let's leave these overcoats and top hats in the doorway. Them that moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Listen, these tables are all numbered. Is that the name of that song?
0: I don't know. Oh.
1: I and then give me one country song.
0: One country song.
1: It doesn't even have to be the rock version of it. Just what's a country song you'd want to play. Mm. Oh, he's getting his phone out. Mm. (laughs) Single mom who loves too hard. God, you want kids? It never stops.
0: (laughs) You want me to do Reba? I'm a survivor. (laughs) Can you imagine the fucking room? Not going to lie to you. There'd probably be. Okay. It's not necessarily. It's not necessarily country and it's not necessarily rock either it is just a slow but heartfelt song landslide I don't know that song You never heard landslide
1: I mean I probably heard it but I don't I don't know but it The
0: landslide bring you down Yeah okay That one Yeah That one it's it, it would be like that would be the everyone get their lighter out Yeah and swing back and forth yep. sort of sort of song but we don't have, it. We, I don't think we really have, it's it's like Creep is, I think, the slowest song that we have. Yeah. But other than that, I, I don't know. A country song? Fuck it. Friends in Low
1: Places. I don't. <laughs> you want to like get the slide guitar out and a...
0: Oh, I don't know. Ugh.
1: You got a different one? I don't know, man. You think of them while I while I give mine. Okay. So, um, the song that is not part of the set list that I would love to play, um, to much to everyone else in the band's chagrin, would be the Pot. Uh, I am a, an enormous Tool fan.
0: And, I um I said we should do that.
1: The Pot is the biggest. Uh, there's a lot of Tool songs I'd love to play because I I actually know quite a few Tool songs because I love them so much. Um, but the pot is like, and I love the pot. Don't get me wrong, but that's the one that is the biggest balance between my love for it. And the fact that everyone knows Because for as far as long as I can remember, the pot has been tools. Number one song on Spotify since they put their stuff on Spotify. So I know everyone knows it. I know that maybe there's like one or two songs that people are saying, well, that's not the most famous tool song. It would be stink fist or something, but I feel like the pod is like the biggest, the best balance. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, I, I hope that I'm not pissing off the band members by saying this, because I've got to be honest. I haven't, I haven't got a good vibe from everyone else in the band. Every time I mention this song, but there aren't a lot of songs on the set list that I mandated need to be there. So I feel like I'm, I should be allowed one or two. And one of them is hot for teacher.
0: I know why, I know, I know why, why, what you, you just want to rock out with that song, don't you? Oh yeah.
1: I, cause I promised myself when I was younger that I would play a Van Halen song Mm -hmm. live. Mm -hmm. I would learn a song the way Eddie played it and I would, I would play it live. And, and that one is the, once again, the biggest balance between it's good and everyone knows it. There's probably a ton, like 20 Van Halen songs I would rather play than hot for teacher, but everyone knows Hopper for Teacher, and and I always I liked it too because it was like it's it starts with that iconic drum intro that would also showcase Steck's skill, mm-hmm. um because he said he did listen to it and he's like, I mean that's not at first he was like yeah I, well, I could play it if I it might not be exactly the same but it'd sound close enough and then at the practice he said yeah I listen to Hot for Teacher I would have to learn that the exact way he plays it because it's like. The beats are there so everyone knows when to come in. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, yeah, that's why I thought it would be awesome because the intro would be just me and him. And I learned 90% of Hot for Teacher. I've got it down. So I would love for us to reach a point when we can play hot for teacher. Sure. Sure.
0: Um, okay. No judgment here. Okay.
1: That means I'm gonna judge you. Okay.
0: There's there's no judgment. Okay. I want to do this just to hear the guitar. Okay. And I want it to be like, this is how I imagine this goes. Mm. This guitar part gets played over and over again. Like as if I'm just going to keep saying, no, no, we're not doing it. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. And you just keep looking at me like, <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to do it for you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. And I'm just going to be like, nope, we're not playing, man. I feel like a woman would
1: be great. That's the fucking gimmicks and shit we need to do.
0: And then I just, and then I'm just like, nope, I'm done. And then I, I, I walk off the stage and then I just hear like at the starting. And I'm just like, can I just turn
1: around? i like, God damn it. And then I just go up on stage
0: i'm going out tonight
1: oh my god we did that once at the practice <sighs> what was the song where uh i guess i was being a little too loose because I, I i was just i was just telling people just let it ride out and then stack come in whenever you're supposed to come in and he like kind of looked at me like i what mm-hmm. what was a, it was a, a song where i just played the intro to the song over and over again higher well, no it was a song that's actually on the playlist Oh, A song that we play, I just played the intro over and over and over again and told you to interact with the audience. Mm. And we would do that. And then when you're done interacting with the audience, then the song would start with the intro that I was playing on repeat. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what.
0: I don't remember what that song was either.
1: Fuck. We'll have to
0: figure figure it out.
1: Yeah. It wasn't figured out. That's the fucking gimmick. That's the shit that people would be like, this is a good band.
0: They just keep playing the opening until until the singers done interacting. We're ready to start singing. Yeah, that shows musicianship. I'm, I'm for that. I I like having just you know background guitar, the opening of a song, the intro, yeah. or whatever, just playing over and over again. I'm I'm all for that. Well,
1: that and your idea. That shit's funny. Yeah, and it's so memorable. People would come out of that going. Not only were they fucking great. They had moments where I was like laughing. Yeah, that's 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 perfect. Yeah, if you want to leave a lasting impression, that's perfect.
0: I would be, I would be down if we did. Man, I feel like a woman.
1: That'd be so fucking.
0: I would love it. I would because you would so just you would just be like, "Hey, Greg," and I'd be <laughs> like, "Yeah, what's up?" It's like, "You know what song we're gonna play next?" I was like, "Uh, no," and then you just go. <laughs> come on Uh, you
1: come out with (laughs) boots
0: on you just keep doing it as I'm in the back switching into like knee high boots
1: (laughs) yes, booty shorts
0: and only a white (laughs) t-shirt with no pants because I think that's what happens in that
1: and then you turn around and look at the audience and go man let's go girls (laughs) <laughs> oh, perfect it's fucking perfect jesus we need to sprinkle that a little bit throughout
0: just just a little bit wacky a little bit the gimmicks
1: gimmicks yes yeah um i'm for it um there was another gimmick that i had an idea of that i would love to do but i don't remember i'd have to get back with you on that uh, as for me for a country song um that we did play three country songs in that first gig i was talking about um we played country girl which i fucking hate i hate that song mm-hmm. the guitar's all right but not good enough to save the song for me but i will admit the song that probably had me having the most fun was that because that song we played and all of the country hicks in the back stopped shitting on us that they were doing all night they stopped playing beer pong and they stopped doing what they were doing and they were like all right we'll pay attention and the entire room was listening to us for those country songs country girls like turned everyone for us um then we played uh save a horse ride a cowboy yep which once again not a great song but i love the guitar in it um a, a country song that i wouldn't mind playing even though i fucking hate this this dude uh, uh, what's the the Jason Aldean song? The uh, one that he's the,
0: like in trouble for?
1: Man, man, Majama jamma for man in Alabama. She's a rage and cage and she's country. She's country.
0: She's country. Only
1: because the guitar in that song. If you take it out of that song kind of just sounds like a rock song. Yeah. That's that part's fun to play. Yeah. So I would be okay with playing she's country even though that's very much not my style of song.
0: I I am open to having one non-rock genre song, you know. If we mm-hmm. want to have one country song, if we want to have one pop song, I'm for dropping in one or two of a different genre, of a different genre, of a different genre. Yeah. Fuck, fuck it. Let's let's make it happen. Okay. I'm all for I'm, it. I'm 100% down. So.
1: The more songs we learn, the more different our sets will be, and the yeah. more people will be okay with coming and watching us. People, as much as they love supporting us as friends they're not they're they're not gonna after five gigs they're gonna be like all right
0: all i'm saying is if we could somehow make lmfao rock a rock version of lmfao song we'd be having a lot of our friends a lot of our friends would just be
1: like all right
0: this is awesome (laughs) This is pretty cool
1: uh the original set list that the drummer and i made he did add party hard on it mm, yeah and that song is very fun to play (laughs) Because yeah. it's just raging power chords.
0: There, there was a song that was in the Spotify playlist. And all I could think of was, I like this song because I don't think I sing in it at all. And I'm going to find it and tell you.
1: I'm still looking for the fucking song I was talking about. I'm there.
0: pretty sure it was Pain for Pleasure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's like 85%
1: just, just air metal air metal
0: yeah and then uh 10 15 percent singing so like i was like dude this sounds awesome then there was another one that i don't know if i want to say the name to because i think it had like
1: uh yeah i can't pain for pleasure i'm i'm i would love to play but obviously not a lot of people know pain for pleasure i don't think
0: 96 quite bitter beings by cky
1: i have no clue what that is
0: it's so you remember bam margera it's like from his uh tv show mm-hmm. i think i think it wasn't it was either the theme song or like a song that got played on their on the regular mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty it's pretty it, it it's very gets gets the people pumped
1: it gets the people going yeah it's provocative <laughs> it's provocative the people going
0: any last things before uh, uh, we cut this off
1: all i really want to say is i apologize for The uh, for the two hour self aggrandizing episode we just did, uh,
0: yeah, this is just me and Evan basically saying that we were awesome, yeah, and that our band the sturdy 30 will be coming to a town near you in the f- near future. And uh, as long should, as it's
1: just this town
0: and you should uh, possibly go and give us a listen.
1: Yeah. I guess that's it. I'm I'm sorry for, for spending two hours talking about ourselves, which I guess we do every episode. So whatever, Right. but, uh, I'm sorry for two hours of just nothing but us plugging ourselves. But, uh, we, were, we will definitely mention on the podcast when we have gigs. Yeah. So, and we'll let you know when when we're playing and if you want to come out and, and listen Yeah. and judge us for yourself. Because if we play every gig at the same level as that practice was, we're going to be doing fine.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm all... I'm That's all the thing.
1: It. We're not great, but that practice was fucking great. That's what I'll say.
0: I agree. You couldn't have... You couldn't have planned out that practice better
1: well yeah we could have we could have put a lot of the hard songs first so you didn't destroy your voice (laughs) but because of
0: it it kind of made the teen spirit song like
1: kind of sound cool kind of cool okay well
0: so you win some you lose some Win some you lose some uh this is the time where the outro starts to play
1: craig if i would have told you three years ago that within the next three years we're gonna be in a podcast and a band together would you believe me
0: the fact that we have done like three or four of the five things that we <laughs> yeah talked about at the beginning of this podcast no
1: pretty impressive
0: it's impressive still no only fans though did
1: you hear back from only fans uh
0: they said we're not good enough told you yeah <laughs> oh well